In a world full of noise and confusion, it's hard to focus on what's really important. In a culture where religion has become a grab bag of ideas, the precision of language is necessary for the proclamation of truth. So let's get started. Are you listening? Many believers often ask me the question, what am I doing wrong in my evangelism? Why is it that so few people actually come to faith when I'm sharing the gospel? And because of this frustration, a lot of times it becomes more appealing to find a book or a method or an outline or something of that nature that would help guide our hands and our mouths and our approach to evangelism. Much like certain types of apologetics, it's real easy to start making application and putting these things or employing these things instead of what? Teaching the gospel in its purity teaching the Word of God. Now, why does that happen? Because we forget. It's not that we don't know, but we forget that the salvation of a lost person is the work of God alone. We are not responsible for saying things in such a way that would snatch or catch a particular person's eye or point of view or worldview or try to find some type of affinity with them so that they could see and go, aha, But the scripture says in chapter 10 of Romans, as I spoke about yesterday, that faith comes through hearing and hearing through the words of Christ. So that the divine work of God alone is the only effectual output of the gospel in salvation. That might not make sense, but let me reword it this way. The divine work of God is the only way in which someone who is hearing the word of God is able to come to the gospel of God. So if someone is not receiving the scripture that we teach or receiving or being open or receptive to the message of the gospel, it's not on us to change the message or even the approach. It's not on us to try to do something to make it more palatable because the scripture teaches that few will find the path of righteousness. Few, but many will find the path that leads to destruction. You know what that includes? A self-righteousness a free will, decisional mindset toward the gospel of grace, all sorts of things that come to a place that are not just evil and unbelief, but certain types of false belief are included in that broad path. And I think that in our culture, what happens is that there's been so many well-meaning people, some of them, if I couldn't say all, I can't judge, but by the way they define the gospel, most all of them are unregenerate themselves They put more faith in the process and in the approach of the evangel rather than the evangel, that is the good news, the gospel itself. And in doing so, they have not placed their faith in God, but they've placed their faith in men. They've placed their faith in strategy. They've placed their faith and their assurance and their hope in the efforts of humanity to reach the lost rather than in the work of God to save the lost, which he's done through Jesus Christ the Son. Now, this, I believe, and we could talk about this in the future, and those of you who have comments or questions, I'd love to hear them. Please let me know what you think. But I believe that the, the almost the total essence of our evangelistic efforts today, of our mission strategies, are rooted in this type of unbelieving effort. And so in order to see the Lord's work being done, we need to put trust in the Lord to do the work. So what are we? We are vehicles. We are instruments. We are orators. We are proclaimers. We are heralders of the truth of Christ through which and only through which God will save. So what does this do for you, beloved? 
as a Christian who desires to be actively obedient in the sharing of one's faith, what it does is it gives you the peace to know that the power of salvation is with the Lord and not with you. So we are only responsible for being the instrument through which God speaks. When our voice reads the scripture and shares it, it is authoritative, it is effectual, and it is powerful. Remember this too, that the Bible says that God himself says that his word will not return from him to him void, but it will do all that it was intended to do. So when someone does not receive the word, that was the intention of God at that moment. Trust in the sovereignty of God and let your joy be full. Thank you for listening.